1: On the Sig Sauer Platinum Microphone. Mark, we know they want to take our guns, and now we're going to make them eat it. Freedom might be an uphill battle sometimes, but freedom will always prevail. Proudly presented to you by X-Insurance. X-Insurance. Here is your host of Armed American Radio, the loudest conservative voice in America fighting for your rights, Mark Walters. 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 Here we go. Buckle in, ladies and gentlemen. It is
0: a Sunday, gun day, Fun Day Armed American Radio's Monster Cast begins right now here at AAR Ranch in the Car Firearms Group Studios. Mark Walters filling your prescription for freedom today and every day in this hour of the broadcast. All three hours we're on the Sig Sour, powerful and platinum microphone being heard on hundreds of radio stations around the nation from coast to coast, all four corners of the country and around the world. And we love that. They're all over the world. Listeners tuned in everywhere. And it's all being brought to you by the great X Insurance. Greg, over in Dallas, Texas, welcome in. How you doing? Missed you the last couple of days on the Daily Defense. Good to have you back. Uh, here I am. Yep. Sunday, gun Here we go. It's not a Taco Tuesday, but we'll call it a Taco Sunday for you because we know you love tacos. <laughs> so well. we'll just we can we can make up our own words and things because that's what we do. So we'll call it Taco Sunday for Greg. Greg, would you tell people where to check us out? in the chat today.
2: Yeah, sure. If you'd like to join our live chat, all you have to do is head on over to your app store, grab the Telegram messaging app, create your profile, and search for Armed American Radio Conversations. Won't be long. You'll be doing video again.
0: Oh, okay. Do you remember the spiel? Remember I, I don't talk? know if I remember all the spiel. <laughs> we'll practice it. We'll yeah. rehearse it during the day. Give me a couple let's days go. advance. All right, let's do that. Let's go <laughs> to our first guest today. We've got a great lineup for you, AWR Hawkins. Then followed uh, following AWR, Mark Cox from 97.1 FM in St. Louis. going to be a great half hour with Mark. He's unbelievable. We have Dr. John Lott for the hour and hour two, and a classic roundtable with the regular crew, Brad, Neil, and Justin. Let's go right over to AWR Hawkins from Breitbart News. AWR, how are you, my friend?
3: I'm doing good. Good to be with you.
0: Good to be with you, too, man. Always a pleasure to have you here. You have some ha- some happy ending stories, and I want to start with one of them before we get into the, the political weeds and the fallout, some of the court cases and some of the things that you've been writing about. But your lead story up there today, and you had two. I want to point this out. Two of your stories this week were the number one story for quite some time up at Breitbart. Congratulations, brother.
3: Oh thank you. Thank you very That's much. Every now you know that blind squirrel, he finds that acorn every now and
0: then. <laughs> well I think uh, I think Breitbart found it and they got it with you, no question about it. But you have a, a story up about a Houston police officer who was drugged to safety or dragged to safety by a quote unquote good Samaritan. And this is a crazy story But it really does epitomize what we can do out there as law-abiding people when we see something go down. Now, as you know, I happen to find myself in the midst of a bunch of crap when it went down two Sundays ago, mid-afternoon, and came very close to trying to hold somebody at gunpoint who was a a fleeing felon who was fleeing a crime scene. And I was a witness to the accident as it unfolded in front of me. It goes down just like this. What happened in Houston? Because the video is quite compelling. What went on here? Can you tell us?
3: Yeah, the video is phenomenal. Yeah, you you had a shootout between a police officer and a carjacking suspect. The officer was shot in the leg. And so he's down, and the suspect's still shooting at him. So this good Samaritan goes, grabs his bulletproof vest, so grabs him by the vest. Another officer grabs him by the vest as well, and they drag him out under fire. And you need to watch the video when you read the article because you can hear the gunshots ringing out. They're trying to shoot the officer and the Good Samaritan and the other officer. And, uh, you know, and they got him, they dragged him to safety, and then the Good Samaritan stayed with him. <laughs> Just telling him, say, hey, don't don't lose it. It's a leg injury. The paramedics are going to be here. Stick with me. Uh, and uh, anyway... The officer's family's reached out to the good Samaritan to thank him so much, and uh, he should be thanked. Uh, it was something great that he did there. You know, you get a lot yeah. of people, a lot of people just sit and watch that, and they break their cameras out so they can video. I don't video that, and it's you don't video that stuff, folks. You get out there and you do some good, all right? And if you're not going to do some good, then go ahead and uh, get rid of your briefs and wear
0: panties and wear them for life. And get out of the way, Right. Lead, follow, or get out of the way. Now, I should say that there's footage that was taken from somebody, but it was across the interstate. And if you've ever driven those interstates in Houston, as I have, I mean, this was right smack in the middle of it, in the middle of it. And AWR, you're correct. You can hear the, the gunshots, you can hear the ricochets, and you can hear the, the rat-a-tat-tat going back and forth. This was an ongoing battle that this guy interjected himself in, and it's it's quite compelling to see. And I found it interesting that Houston PD chief Troy Finner praise the good samaritan and here's what he had to say not not interesting that he did but here's what he had to say the good samaritan has had trouble with law enforcement in his life but saturday he and a few other citizens along with our officers when that officer went down they pulled him to safety i want to celebrate that and the happy ending part of this story ladies and gentlemen is the carjacking suspect who was involved in the shootout awr is what
3: he's dead so the so the harris county taxpayers don't have to supply him with uh, uh, three squares and a cot for the next four decades. They don't have to pay for his cable TV or his continuing education or anything else. Uh, they can just, whatever the cost of that yellow sack and the tow tag is, and I guess they have to pay somebody with a backhoe to dig the hole, uh, get it to six foot, drop him in there, and you're done. And uh, I wouldn't even bother with a tombstone, but I'm sure his mom crying because— She probably had already made Thanksgiving dinner for him and had breakfast ready tomorrow. But I'll take that French toast. He's not going to eat it. And uh, she just needs to learn
0: that lesson. And she did. And so did he. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is a prime example of a happy ending story where law enforcement is involved. I want to stay on the subject of law enforcement because there's two other stories regarding law enforcement. We had a couple terrible incidents. Another one, this was in Austin, Texas. Two of these are in Texas. One is in Florida. Let's stick with Texas right now, which had a SWAT officer and hostages killed by a lunatic armed with a knife and a gun. And you make some very good points in this story as I was reading through it. Tell us what happened here on Saturday morning just a couple of days ago. It was yesterday.
3: Yeah, well, I mean, the thing is, when the call came in, the call wasn't that this guy's armed with a gun. The call is this guy has a knife and he's stabbing somebody. And so when police respond, one of the three people in this home, there are three people in the home that you might refer to as hostages. One of them, one of them escapes, and so now there are two hostages. And that escapee is telling them that the guy has a knife. And so Austin police try to go in. A guy opens fire on them, so he's got a knife and a gun. So then they call the SWAT team. SWAT team tries to go in and he opens fire again, and he fatally wounds one of the SWAT members. I think he actually shot two of them, fatally wounded one of them. Uh, But, I mean, and somebody uh, will say something about, well, you know, how about he did more with the gun than he did with the knife? Well, I don't know that because he killed two hostages, and no one clarified whether he shot those hostages or whether those were the people he was stabbing when the police got there. And... I mean, I'm not going to get into an argument of degrees, but I got a feeling uh, being stabbed to death is not a pleasant experience. So what it shows is what we've said for years. You can't stop evil people. If you took the guns away from him, there'd probably still be two dead hostages uh, because he's stabbing those folks. And uh, so you got to understand, again, it's not the tool that these people come into possession of. It's not the tool. It's the evil in their heart, the wickedness in their heart, and the only way to, to stop these people is to take them out of the gene pool, which is exactly what happened to this animal. This mm-hmm. animal got some return fire, and he's a goner. They got him toe tagged. Hopefully, they've already dropped him in a hole. It's not, and I would be all for just covering with diesel, light him on fire. Who cares? Just burn his body. I know that's not politically correct enough for some people. They won't even. They even want killers treated with gentleness and humaneness and whatever. I understand that. But he's gone, and that's good.
0: Well, we are seeing that now on a much larger geopolitical arena when you're talking about uh, Hamas, Israel, et cetera. The sympathy for those animals is incredible. It's extremely disturbing. But nonetheless, yet yeah, you are correct. There are people that sympathize with these animals, and it is nothing short, ladies and gentlemen, but, of true evil. But, Go ahead, A.W.R. Take us to the break.
3: What they've done is they've conditioned us. There was a – there was everybody recalled with sickness against Hamas when the videos originally started coming out October 8th, October 9th. But what they've done is they've taught us to begin to suppress that sickness, to put it away, and to look at them in a more, quote-unquote, humane manner. They, they did that with us after 9-11. They wanted to kill the nationalism that began to rise. They couldn't. The left can't have nationalism because nationalism and socialism are not compatible. So they have to be sure they squash nationalism. And what they've done by doing that is they've taught us that even when we're repulsed, we learn to compartmentalize and push that to the side and just see these as wonderful people. That's what they're doing with Hamas.
0: You better believe it. A.W.R. Hawkins from Breitbart News when we come back. And he makes he makes this point, ladies and gentlemen. I, I personally came face-to-face with evil myself just two weeks ago. A grown man using a child as a human shield when he saw my firearm. We'll be right back with A.W.R.
4: It's well known that we live in a world where even good police officers can become targets for frivolous lawsuits. At X-Insurance, we provide liability insurance for police officers to eliminate your exposure and to protect you. We're the very best at what we do, and we've been doing it for more than 40 years. We offer same-day quotes and solutions, so call us today or have your insurance agent call us. But call today, and let's get that target off your back. For more information, visit xinsurance.com. That's xinsurance.com.
5: Daniel Defense firearms are guaranteed for life, trusted worldwide, and designed, engineered, and manufactured right here in America. Daniel Defense, freedom, passion, precision. Daniel Defense is, in fact, freedom, passion, and precision. AWR Hawkins knows
0: all about Daniel Defense. He and I have fired a number of Daniel Defense weapons together. And I tell you, if if you've ever been to that plant, I have. You smell freedom in there. DanielDefense.com. DanielDefense.com. Make sure to check them out. And, of course, we bring you the daily show. On the Daniel Defense mic in the first hour of every show, Monday through Friday, from the six-hour studios. Today we're on the six-hour microphone, Car Firearms group studios. X-Insurance presents every show every day, six days a week. AWR. Hawkins, welcome back. I want to stay on before I go to New York with you, which is an incredible case and that was one of your lead stories up on Breitbart for good reason, I do want to stay on the police activity that occurred and made national news. Hillsborough County, Florida, this is near and dear to my heart because I came to Georgia from Hillsborough County. I know right where this incident occurred, about six miles down the road from where I called home for many, many years, and worked for a long time. We had two Florida deputies hospitalized after a driver ambushed them, and the video to this is incredible. In fact, I'm surprised a lot of the media is showing it in its entirety because it is extremely graphic. What happened here? Evil again, isn't it? Directed at law enforcement, uh, yeah, again.
3: Right. That's, uh, a guy's mom called, said he was acting erratically. Guy's in his 20s. And uh, law enforcement rolls up, and the guy's in his car, and he says he's leaving, and he leaves. And then two, uh, so you had two deputies arrive. He left. Two more arrive. He U-turns, comes back, and just drives right into them. So, again, to my last point in the earlier segment, it's not the tool you can take away the gun and the knife, you'll just weaponize a car. I mean, the left is too dumb to figure that out. They're not really too dumb; they're too stuck to their agenda. They can't think on their feet because they have a preordained answer. But this guy weaponizes his car. one of the deputies may lose his leg over this. he crunches him between his car and the deputy's cruiser, and uh I mean, it's a terrible deal and uh then these guys for some reason and i support police fully but for some reason they then they only shot him with a taser after that right so they, they arrested him i i think uh i would like to see in a mag dump personally but uh that's that and uh, so these officers these officers face constant danger and uh that's why you can never fall prey to these idiots on the left who want to defund and march against the police. No. When you see an officer, thank an officer and tell that officer you support him or her uh, because they need to know that.
0: Yeah, the, the video to this is brutal, ladies and gentlemen. You can see it. You can watch it. You can hear it. It's in high definition from uh, a couple neighbors' cameras, and it's, it is disturbing. It's hard to watch. But what I couldn't understand, because we have, uh, we have uh, body cam footage, From one of the officers, the guy got out of the car after attempting to kill these officers. You can hear the officers on the ground screaming. And as AWR just mentioned, one of them, I believe, did lose his leg. And the other one was able to dive out of the way, but not before being seriously, seriously injured as the car smashed into both of them and pinned them against their cruiser SUV. But he then exits the vehicle and begins approaching the police officers. And he is taken down with a taser. Now, I put a tweet out that said they they should have filled this guy with enough lead that he could have had his own, you know, he would have been a part of the periodic table of elements, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. I'm not sure why they didn't, but regardless, this loser's in custody, and the comments that he made to the officers handcuffed on the way to the Hillsborough County Jail was, I'm intending on killing cops. He flat out admitted that that was exactly what he did, and if you watch the video, you'll see it. They face this evil every single day, ladies and gentlemen. Broad daylight, and guess what? Brandon is a nice area. It's not on the wrong side of the tracks. Beautiful sunny day, and these guys' lives changed forever. Let's go to New York. Oh, AWR. Uh, Here we got a subway passenger, his name is John Roat, who fired his gun on the subway while a woman was being robbed when he witnessed what was going on. And the New York cop's attitude, the transit authority cop's attitude was, We have to find this guy. Not not talking about the criminal, talking about the guy who saved the woman from being robbed and likely saved her life on the subway. He was reckless. This was reckless endangerment. We will never let this go. He saved the woman's life. What in the world gives? Because he's now been arrested and charged with crimes. The only thing I would say,
3: you remember the bodega owner, when the guy came behind the counter and attacked you, that bodega owner was arrested and charged and you've had other incidents like that, but those charges eventually get thrown out. I believe right. I believe this charge these charges may be thrown out, except for I believe I saw they nailed him for uh I can't remember if it's illegal possession or I think it was
0: illegal possession. It was the illegal possession. Yeah. That's you're right about and, that.
3: And that's what I'm just gonna say to all you folks in New York, and I'm not putting you down. But that's what you get. So you let them pass this gun control. Well, uh, well, they're not taking my magazines away. They're just limiting me to seven rounds. Remember, that's the first thing they did. And then they realized that was stupid, so they went from seven to ten. But, you know, oh, they're not taking my guns. They just want me to register them. Oh, they're not taking my guns. They just want background checks. Oh, they're not taking my guns. They just want me to give good cause. Oh, they're not taking – and it keeps going until – you got a guy with no criminal history. None. Police said it. I didn't. None. He fires a gun to save a woman. Should be applauded and praised. Right. Should be eaten dinner free in New York City every night the rest of his life. Instead, they put him in jail because they can catch him by going, oh, wait, not the, par- not the proper permit on that firearm. Well, the Second Amendment is the proper permit. This mess has got to be fixed. But you folks in blue states, you got to quit going along with this gun control by degrees because all you're doing all you're doing you're crushing the exercise of your own freedom you gotta quit it
0: awr i think there's there's a bigger picture here too the bigger picture is as crime rises in democrat-run cities across the country you know you and i have talked about many times people are going to be forced to have to make decisions they never thought they'd have to make as as law-abiding americans this man made the decision i'm going to carry my gun i choose not to be a victim I don't care what they say. And this is what it gets him in a blue city, in a blue state. These are the decisions that decent people, a guy with no criminal history ever, made a decision. You know what? My life is more important than their law. and right. made that woman's life. Right. And I guarantee if someone asked that woman if she's thankful this guy had a gun, uh, yeah, it's probably, yeah. Not the other way around. These are the well, decisions we have to make, right?
3: This is so funny. Nobody was harmed. Nobody was hurt. The only thing that happened is the alleged robbery stopped.
0: And so he was taken like this, into custody, too.
3: But it's not like this guy shot innocent people or did something. What I'm saying, he didn't do something reckless, right. per se. And, uh, yeah, I mean, you've got, you know, everybody got to make their own decisions. That's all I'll say. I'm not going to say any more because I don't want people to think I'm persuading them one way or another, but. I've got a gun on my hip. That's all I'm saying.
0: Yeah, and I do as well. And that that gentleman would not have been charged with a crime where you are. He would not have been charged with a crime where I am. In fact, he would have won an award. And that's, they would have handed him a a civic award for what he did. A.W.R. Hawkins of Breitbart News. Thank you, brother. Enjoy your day. I appreciate you being here early on the, in this hour of the show. AWR Hawkins, Breitbart News. Read everything he writes, it's all good. We'll be back with Mark Cox from Mark Cox Radio right after this.
5: At Daniel Defense, we do things a little differently. First of all, every one of our products, from top to bottom, is made right here in America with pride so much pride in fact that we don't sell factory seconds no if we make a mistake we scrap it and start over we're not finished until it's made right and that commitment to quality doesn't end once a product is out the door whether you're the first owner or the last if anything goes wrong with your daniel we'll make it right because that's the right thing to do daniel defense freedom passion precision It's Andy Hoosier, the voice of reason on KQAM, Wichita's Big Talker. And you're tuned in to the Armed American Radio Network. Now let's get back to the man himself, Mark Walters.
0: Uh, We love us some Andy Hoosier, the voice of reason, don't we? KQAM, Wichita's Big Talker. You're tuned in right now. And you are also tuned in on The Daily Show. We got you there in Wichita six days a week, and we love you guys. We have a lot of fans there. We thank you for lending us Andy Hoosier. He may be on the show with me again tomorrow. He tends to do a Monday gig with me on Armed American Radio's Daily Defense. Thank you for the rejoin, Andy. We appreciate it. Mark Walters at the ranch, sitting in the Car Firearms Group studios in front of the Sig Sauer powerful and platinum microphone. Remember, it's all being brought to you by the great X Insurance. One of my favorite people on earth joins us right now, Mark Cox from Mark Cox Morning Show. You can hear him 5 a.m. to 9 a.m. You get that early time slot there, Mark, at 97.1 FM Talk. Welcome in. We're on the other side of the mics today. Don't you love that? Oh, I do love it, Mark. thanks for having me on brother oh, it's such a pleasure to be on both sides of the mic with you ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> if you listen to ninety seven one you'll hear me on often on two a Tuesdays with Mark talking about our guns and our rights and our freedoms and what a mess this country is and <sighs> attacks of conscience. is not mark you you say, go there <laughs> you just, like, go tell it. take it away yeah, the mic's yours. Why did you sigh? <laughs> Yo,
7: you, you know, uh, in in the great state of Missouri, as red as we are, and as much as we love our gun rights, uh, we uh, just like every major state in America, we've got the same problem. We've got uh, the city of St. Louis, which exists in the middle of it, Kansas City on the other side of the state, yeah. that consistently, day in and day out, look for ways to subvert your Second Amendment rights. To keep and bear arms, it's amazing. I mean, I see it around the country. I live it every day in in Missouri because I work in the city of St. Louis. My, my broadcast studios are right downtown. So somebody got e- executed two blocks from our radio station back in the in, earlier this year uh, by, by a by a criminal, by a homeless person who ended up with a with a gun somehow illegally. As a matter of fact, and of course, what did that do? That spurred our mayor and others to. Call for a ban on, you know, concealed carry and open carry, even though this guy was (laughs) clearly a a mental case, homeless person, violating every law we have on the books. Uh, He was on drugs. He was into it with another uh, homeless person. And he there was video of him executing him about two blocks from my radio station. So so we live it every day, Mark. It's it's absolutely crazy. Now they're trying to ban uh, open carry uh, in the in the city of St. Louis. Right. Of course, they're they're not going to be able to do that because it's state law. It's not the city can't pre- preempt state law. But every day, it, it's a, it's a constant assault on the Second Amendment.
0: You know, you bring up a number of points. We could stay together on this for two hours if we wanted to and not have to change conversations or topics because no. you do live it every day. And you know, your city. Was at, bounced back and forth between New Orleans and St. Louis for a while as a murder capital of the United States. That's not a moniker you want, Mark.
7: Yet, well, we you find, know, yeah, and go ahead, yeah. Go ahead. No, no. Uh, well, I'm just going to say it. it the, the the murders per capita in St. Louis was probably greater than they they were in in many third world countries. I mean, it, it's right. crazy what goes on here. There, there there are what the media likes to call mass shootings. Uh, Every weekend in St. Louis, to the tune of you know fifteen twenty people shot, just like Chicago, uh, but those don't make the headlines mark it, it's 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 amazing what what the mainstream media in this country lets these liberal politicians get away with
0: well, you know you bring up a great point as always, but of course, what Mark is quoting, ladies and gentlemen is is the left is using those gun violence archives numbers to claim that every shooting is a mass shooting. Now, that's going to work against them down the road. At some point, Mark, as you and I have talked about on your show, that's going to come back to bite them. You know, they said after uh, Maine that this was the, you know, pushing near, what, 600 mass shootings in America. What they're not telling you, because it doesn't fit their agenda, and they won't tell you, but it will come out eventually, is that those quote-unquote mass shootings have been redefined by the left-wing gun violence archive that the media is now spitting out, including Fox News as somehow being legitimate as far as numbers of mass shootings. Ladies and gentlemen, the vast majority of those numbers that they're now quoting are gang-on-gang, black-on-black crime in cities controlled by Democrats. Chicago and St. Louis, and you're in St. Louis, so we can we can stay focused there. But that's what the, where those crimes are being committed, Mark, and everybody knows it. But I do have a suggestion for you in St. Louis. Please. You just need universal background checks. Oh, that would fix it. I think you're right. <laughs> Well, of course, banning open carry is certainly going to stop the homeless thug from carrying. His oh. guy. So the homeless guy's going to get up and go, uh, I, I will watch. Open carry is not legal anymore. Uh. <laughs> do they believe this stuff, Mark? They they do. They
7: do believe it, Mark. And that's the scary thing about it. Uh, we've got uh, through somebody sued the mayor of St. Louis and ended up uh, for the Freedom of Information Act. They, they call it the Sunshine Law in Missouri. Got Got a hold of some of her private text messages. Uh, between her and one of her senior advisors and her father, who used to be the controller for the city of St. Louis until he got convicted of a felony uh, many years ago (laughs) from stealing from a family member. So he can no longer hold office. So the belief here is that he just waited long enough to get his daughter elected mayor so that he could still run things. And there are private emails where she basically, she admits in as many words, gun laws haven't made any difference in chicago i mean she admits this in this string of emails and text messages i should say and then turns right around and tries to ban weapons in the city of st louis she wants to try an assault weapons ban she wants to ban open carry she wants more laws on the books even though she knows which if she's being honest with her her dad and her advisor that it's not going to make a bit of difference but i have to tell you we may have broken ground here in st louis uh, earlier this year they 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 started a new initiative to prevent crime by minors in the city of St. Louis, and you, and you know how they're going to do that.
0: Well, oh, good heavens! Tell they me, they
7: decided to ban scooters. Why, they, why don't they, they just they ban decided, crime? <laughs> they, they decided that it was the it was the scooters. Do you remember that movie, The Jerk, with Steve Martin, in it years ago, yeah. where oh yeah, where somebody's taking pot shots at him, and he goes, "It's the oil cans." He hates the oil cans. So in the city of St. Louis, it's the scooters. They decided that those lime scooters that are all over the place in downtown St. Louis were the reason that these young criminals were were flocking to downtown St. Louis on the weekend evenings and turning it into the Wild West and open carrying and, and, and causing crime. It must be the scooters. So they banned them. They just told that company, I'm sorry, you can't operate here anymore because you're, you're causing too much crime.
0: That, what that was really the happened. rationale? What was the rationale for that?
7: Well, they, they felt that the, the, it was it was they felt it was the scooters <laughs> that were attracting the criminal element. I mean, <laughs> I, I don't, I can't explain you it. Can't I it just up. know what they did. You you couldn't make this stuff up. It it, it was the stupidest uh, thing potentially that they've done in a long time. Uh, but they did it, and now they they finally agreed to to, to start letting a few scooters back in the city. So that the, the people who visit St. Louis, the tourists, at least have an opportunity to, you know, enjoy that or ride to the Gateway Arch or whatever it is they want to do. Um, I, I, I don't know, Mark. I, I'm just saying they're always coming up with new ways to avoid the issue.
0: Well, fortunately for you in Missouri, you have, thank God, you have very strong state preemption laws. But as yeah. you know, because you live it, that, the Democrats don't care about that. The Democrats in power don't care about the Constitution. They don't care. Just like we, what we saw on the bigger scale, St. Louis being a micro, on a macro, the same thing, that, and you and I have talked about it before, Bruin. They're just snubbing their nose at the at the Supreme Court. They just don't care. We'll just make new laws. In fact, uh, I was just talking with A.W.R. Hawkins in the previous segment. Let me take us to the break with this, and I really want to get your opinion. I, I shot you the text. I know you're aware of this anyway. But we right. had that guy arrested in New York after stopping the robbery on the subway and saving the woman from being a victim of a violent felony and well the transit authority got their wish because they were all over wanting to arrest this guy and they did and they've arrested him and charged him with a number of crimes because they said his actions will never ever be acceptable on new york city transit authority ever even though he saved the woman who's probably very thankful we'll get your comments on that and some other fun stuff. Even though you're not in the seventh circuit, I do want to talk with you about the quote unquote assault weapons not being protected by the Second Amendment. Because while you're not in the Seventh Circuit, many of your listeners are right across the state state line in Illinois. We'll be right back with Mark Cox.
4: Regardless, it's well known that responsible gun owners and security professionals across the country have become targets of frivolous lawsuits. At X-Insurance, we provide custom firearm liability insurance to eliminate your exposure and to protect you from unscrupulous lawyers. And if lawsuits do arise, we aggressively fight them.
1: It's Mike Gallagher wanting to let you know that the crew of the Desperado Sport Fish in Virginia Beach, Virginia, supports Armed American Radio and the Second Amendment, and I'm right there with them. Now back to Mark Walters. Yeah, welcome back. The
0: crew of the Desperado does support the Second Amendment. They're great folks, and that's Mike Gallagher from the Mike Gallagher Show. Thanks for the rejoin, Mike. Appreciate it very much. Mark Walters here at the ranch, and it's the Car Firearms Group Studio, six-hour Mike X Insurance presents it all. Continuing the conversation with the great Mark Cox from the Mark Cox Morning Show. Now, Mark, tell people where they can listen to you because you got a great program, and I, I really do appreciate you being here because I know how early you have to get up, and I thank you. <laughs> very
7: hey, no problem. I'm used to it, Mark. I tell you what, I, I'm on Monday uh, Monday through Friday, 5 to 9 a.m. Central Time on 97.1 FM Talk in St. Louis. Uh, that's uh, 97.1 FM Talk, so 97.1talk.com is the website, and people can go there and find out more. We download podcasts and all that if they want to listen uh, that would uh, that'd be fantastic. I appreciate the opportunity.
0: Yeah. And you also broadcast the show on Twitter. I watch it and from time to yeah. time, particularly when I'm going to be on it. I get a, a good lead into what's coming up on the show. And I always enjoy following Todd Pyro from Fox from time to time. It's it's always and it's a lot of fun, ladies and gentlemen. It's a great program. And I just want to point out, you've been at it on uh, FM ni- or 97.1 FM talk now. Since 2010, am I right? So you're 14 yeah, years I, into I, this right I've now. Yeah, I've
7: been on the, the radio station since 2010, and I've been in the St. Louis television market. Uh, started here in 1993 on TV as a reporter and an anchor. So I left mainstream media in 2012 because I, I just couldn't take it anymore, to be honest with you. Uh, and it was the best move I've ever made.
0: I agree. <laughs> and I have to th- I have to tell you, it's always fun being on your program and talking about these issues. You know, And, and when I was on the show with you last week, it dawned on us while we were live that how long you and I had been doing this as a guest back and forth when we brought up a particular case that happened in Missouri, in St. Louis, about a year and a half ago. So not our first rodeo together talking about these issues. And, you know, there's never a shortage of content. They just keep, I mean, you wake up in the morning and you you search a couple things and, boom, there's your show for the day, if that's what (laughs) the topic you want to stay on. It's unreal. Now, you're not in the Seventh Circuit. Um, Let me go to the Seventh Circuit first before I go to New York. But – Missouri's not in the 7th Circuit. Illinois, Indiana, Wisconsin are. The 7th Circuit's based out of Chicago. But I've had a lot of emails from people who are impacted, and like you, you have a lot of listeners in Illinois. What are you sure. hearing from people about that ruling where the 7th Circuit said, yeah, well, uh, we're going to make a stretch here, and assault weapons, the AR-15 in particular, is not protected by the Second Amendment.
7: Well, it's insane. I mean, we need to rename this one the Seventh Circus Court of Appeals, like the ninth right. out in San Francisco. I mean, honestly, you know, people uh, right across uh, – I, I, I'm friends with a guy here who runs a, uh, a a gun store. He happens to have one in in Illinois, and he has one in, in Missouri, thank goodness, because when this thing came down, he suddenly left with, with a Uh, you know, a lot of stock in 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 the the AR-15 and other platforms that they've randomly decided to ban in the state of Illinois. Now he was able to transfer those to his other store in Missouri and sell them. But for for business owners that didn't have that opportunity, think of think of the financial burden that they placed on them. And and now we get I keep thinking, well, certainly when this gets further up the chain, uh, closer to the Supreme Court, this thing's just going to be. There's going to be an injunction, and they're going to they're going to temporarily stop Illinois from doing this. And that just, I know that's got to happen at some point. And then I'm reading this decision by the Seventh Circuit where they're agreeing that these are weapons. I mean, they're they're using the kind of language. And one of these guys was right. a Reagan appointee. They're using the kind of language you you hear out of leftist politicians: weapons of war. I mean. What warrior do you know that would go into war with a semi-automatic sporting rifle?
0: Nobody. None. None. And the judges, Mark, were, as you well know, was a Reagan appointee, a Clinton appointee, and a Trump appointee. And the Reagan appointee and the Clinton appointee, uh, the three-judge panel, made up the majority in that ruling. And they had to stretch... What they what they said about the AR so that they could somehow think that they could get it past Bruin, which will not stand muster, as as you and I were talking about on your show on Tuesday last week. Right. But I, I think it's going to be that Maryland case is the case that you're going to be looking for. That's going to put a stop to this. I don't think the Seventh Circuit now they're making an emergency appeal to the Supreme Court on this, but it's likely going to be the Maryland case. I feel pretty confident with that. But we will win this, Mark. We will win this down the road. So those of you listening in Illinois and that listening to Mark in the mornings, guys, you're going to win this. you just got to be a little patient. It's pretty much that simple. Now, in New York, you have good gun laws in Missouri. If you use a gun to defend yourself in Missouri, well, it's more than likely, unless you have the, the DA that you have in St. Louis, yeah. you're likely going to be patted on the back. Here we have the guy in New York who stopped a robbery with a gun. And this is cl- the bigger part of this story, Mark, is the fact that this guy said, look, you know what the hell with their unconstitutional laws? I'm going to carry my gun to defend my life because crime is through the roof in this city. Isn't that the bigger picture? And now he finds yeah. himself in a slammer, right?
7: So he owned the gun legally, but he didn't have a legal right to carry it. But he carried it anyway. We, we have a metro link here in, in the greater St. Louis area. And supposedly, you're, you're not allowed to carry a gun on that. First of all, if I ever rode it because of the crime, I probably wouldn't. Uh, you, you can bet I'm going to take something to protect myself because they don't have police on every uh, train. They, they don't. They're not there to protect you. The, the New York subway is notorious now. For people being assaulted, thrown in front of trains. Right. Uh and and I you can't blame people for getting fed up. I mean, I was thinking when you brought when you brought this case up to me today, remember Bernard Goetz back in the eighties?
1: Oh, very the, the well.
7: Subway vigilante who, you know, got fed up. He was watching a woman being attacked on a subway train. He ended up shooting four people. I mean, he served a year in jail for it at the time. They they they'd lock him
0: up for life these days. Yeah, sadly, they probably would. Right. They they haven't learned their lesson. But I, again, I think the bigger picture is Americans have had enough. And I know they've had enough in St. Louis. I know they have. I know what your demographics look like as far as gun ownership right. and buyers, you do too. The vast majority are women and black Americans buying guns like crazy in record numbers. And and I think I think you'll agree with me, but People have to make a decision now, Mark, with what's going on, with what's happening with crime. They're going to have to make these decisions they never thought they'd have to make. I think I'm going to carry my gun. I know it's a violation of their new stupid law, but I have to go there, and it's dangerous. It's, that's not a place we want to find ourselves, but sadly we are, isn't it? No,
7: it's, it's very true. You have, you have to make that decision to protect yourself uh, because the people in these big cities don't care. Look at the message that they're sending to the criminals in New York City. They they've arrested Daniel Penny, right? And they arrest yeah. him. He's the guy that choked the guy out, and they're going to charge the marine, him. In this former case. marine, right? Right. Um, the, the message is criminals can get away with anything they want, um, and in every city St. Louis, New York, San Francisco, which is a complete crap hole these days, the criminals know that. Uh, for regular everyday law abiding citizens. You've got to take your security into your own hands. You're a fool if you don't. Uh, And, you know, I know there are organizations, probably the Second Amendment Foundation and others that that are going to step forward and and maybe provide a defense for people when this happens. I I don't know. But but you have to hope that's going to happen.
0: It's a mess. It's an absolute mess. Mark Cox. I love you, man. I can't wait to be on your show again. Thanks for being here. Like I said, I know how early you have to get up. You can listen to Mark Cox 97.1 FM talk in St. Louis every day, 5 a.m. to 9 a.m. Central Time. You will not be disappointed, especially on Tuesdays when it's 2A Tuesday. Thanks, Mark. (laughs) Appreciate it very much. Got to love that. Thank you,
7: Mark. Yep. See you You
0: soon, brother. Thanks. Me. I, had, I had Greg in my ear. Two marks, I got confused. When we come back, Dr. John Lott for the hour. Don't go away. We'll be back at six after on the flip side.